Chapter 6 of History of England in Words of One Syllable. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Catherine Phipps. History of England in Words of One Syllable by Helen W. Pearson. Chapter 6 William the Conqueror. William had the crown set on his head in Westminster Abbey. He was the first William but he is best known as William the Conqueror. He made more than one great change in England. He took from those who had fought with Harold all their lands and wealth, and gave them to his own Norman knights. These men built strong and grand homes in all parts, and put high walls round their lands, and made what we would now call game laws. In the old time, a poor man who found a wild bird or a deer in his field or in the woods could kill it, and take it home to eat but the normans would let no one hunt or have game but their own selves and a few english lords if they found a poor man who had slain aught to eat they would put out his eyes or cut off his hand or make him pay a fine william was so fond of the hunt that he took land where he chose and made the poor folks give up their homes to be torn down to make a great woods where he and his men could hunt this was known as the new forest he made a law, too, that all should have their fires and lights put out at eight at night, and he had a bell in the church to ring at that hour. This bell was known as the curfew bell. For a long time the English felt sad and sore, and could not bear the new rule. But William had the might in his hands, and the folks could not drive him out, so at last they had to make up their minds to serve him. So he went on to spoil them, as he chose, and make his Norman knights rich but the more he gave the men the more they sought to have he sent all through his land to find out all the towns and a list of the folks who dwelt in them and he had all put down in a book which was known as the doomsday book doomsday means a day to judge things and william had this book to show him how much land he had and how great a force he could raise to fight for him william the conqueror found it hard to please his normans and to keep the english from strife and he had no peace with his own sons he had three of them one known as robert shortlegs one william rufus from his red hair and one henry who was fond of books and had the name of beauclerk or fine scholar when robert grew up he thought he would like to have normandy for his own but as the king would not give it he grew sour and cross and would give the rest no peace he was a gay youth who spent all he could get in feast and dance and song william at this time went to rouen to meet the french king and set right some claim to land he stayed in bed most of the time and took drugs for he had grown to such a huge size that it was thought best he should do so but when he heard that the king of france had made some jests on this he swore in a great rage that he should rue his jests so he went with his troops straight into the land he had come to talk of with the French king, and burned all the crops and vines and fruit, and set fire to the town of Nantes. But it was an ill day for him, for as he rode on, his horse set his foot on a hot coal, and threw him in such a way that he got a hurt which was the cause of his death. But he lay sick for six weeks first, and made his will. He gave England to William, Normandy to Robert, and a sum of gold to Henry. Then all his bad deeds came to his mind, and he sent word that they should give gold to the English church, 
and let all those that were in the jails for state crimes go free. As the sun rose, the king woke at the sound of the bell. What bell is that? he said in a faint voice. The bell of the church of St. Mary. Then he said that he would pray for St. Mary to help his soul, and so he drew his last breath. As soon as his breath was gone from him, those who had been there to serve him went to work to steal all they could and get off with it. In this strife, the corpse of the king fell from the bed and lay for hours on the ground. There lay the great conqueror, till a good knight came to bear him off to a church which he had built. But he could not be laid at rest in peace, for as he was to be let down, clad in his robes of state, into a tomb in this church, a loud voice in the crowd said, This ground is mine, on it stood the home of my race. This king took the house and the ground from my kin to build this church. In the great name of God I hear say that this corpse shall not be put in the earth that is my right. So they had to buy the ground from the man, ere they laid William in the tomb, for they knew his claim was just. His son, William the Red, took small thought of the dead king, but went in hot haste to get the crown. He was the worst of the conqueror's sons. As soon as he had the throne, he sent back all the poor folks whom the conqueror had set free to jail once more. Robert, who was Duke of Normandy, let William rule his land while he went on a crusade. The crusades were wars made on the Turks to get the tomb of our Lord out of their hands. Those who went on them had a cross cut out of cloth sewed on their clothes, so they were known as crusaders. The word crusader means one who fights for the cross. So King William Rufus had the rule of Normandy as well as his own land. In the meantime, Henry, who did not feel that he had had his share of the wealth, made his home in a place by the name of St. Michael's Mount on the seashore of Normandy. He and his men would dash out and steal what they could when they had a chance. So William and Robert got troops and went to his place to drive him out. They laid siege to it, so that no food nor drink could go in, and at last they heard that the poor folks were near dead with thirst. William was glad of it, for then he thought they would soon give up. But Robert's heart was the best, for he gave Henry leave to get all he might need for his troops to drink, and sent him some of his own best wine. You see what sort of a hard heart the King of England had? So you may think there was not much grief when the news came that he was dead. It came to pass in the same new forest which the conqueror had made from the lands of his poor folks. He was out on a hunt with his train. They had slept all night at a lodge in the woods, and had made good cheer and drunk a great deal of wine. Then they went their own ways, and the king took with him one of his friends, Sir Walter Tyrell. That night a poor man, who by chance went that way, saw a sad sight. There lay a dead man in the road with a dart in his breast, and the blood still fell from the wound. The man got the corpse into his cart and found out that it was the king. Sir Walter Tyrell, who fled to Normandy, swore that the dart had been sped by one not seen, and then in fear that the crime should be laid on him, he had put spurs to his horse and fled to the seashore. But some men thought that it was Sir Walter's dart that had struck on a tree and made a turn to one side and found the heart of the king. But there was no grief in the land at the news. This king did so few good things that we must tell you one. He built a fine bridge on the Thames. He built, too, Westminster Abbey. Part of the old wall still stands. 
but the best part of the hall was built by Richard II. End of chapter 6